Hey, everyone. Welcome to Meat Sports Alcohol for Monday, March 15th. I'm your co-host, Dylan. And I'm J-Mo. Uh, we have an awesome show for you today. Uh, first, we're sitting down with J-Mo's dad. Uh, we're talking bagels, golf, martinis, and we finally get a little meat talk on the pod. So you're going to want to stick around for that. No nerves. He was ice cold. He came out at first, like, I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of aggressive. You have this giant microphone in front of you, like, you know, a decent amount of people listen to this. And not at all. He came out guns blazing. Yeah. Really pretty entertaining stuff. He's an uh, And knowledgeable. Yeah. Yep. Learned a lot. I think it was the most that we've learned on the pod since Marty. Last, since last week when we talked <laughs> to a wine expert yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, after the interview, Dylan and I sit down. For a little Talking Locks March Madness edition, we fill out our bracket. We go in on the SEC. We get went absolutely ham on Eastern Washington. Huge yep. sleeper. Yep. Uh, and I think we filled out the perfect bracket. Yep, yep. So yep. we'll be checking back in on that in the next few weeks. Feel free to fill out your bracket along with us as we're talking because I can't say we have any insight. And I don't have anything to finish that sentence with. We have no insight. Well, we have a lot of little nuggets that you can pull out for each team, you know, something to think about. Maybe you'll have something to share with your friends. Exactly. Uh, And that's our show. Take it away, Chet. We now welcome on my dad <laughs> to the podcast. You were just giving us some really good facial hair advice. Can you tell Dylan what you tell me all the time about shaving in the shower? Because I think it's like my most disappointing thing to you. Yeah, it's very disappointing because I'm an efficiency expert. Um, and shaving in the shower makes the most sense to me. So you do your sideburns with a regular big razor or whatever you use. Yeah. And then when you're in the shower, you know, you shampoo your hair, you could shampoo your face with the shampoo, or you could use shaving cream. Yeah. Right. So you got the hot water, your pores are open, your hair's soft and you just shave. Yeah. Right. So what I normally do is I, I take, I cup, the uh, washcloth and put it up against my chest to make like a little uh, drip. Yeah. Like a little dipping thing mm-hmm. for uh-huh. the razor. And, you know, your problem is like, well, I can't see where I'm shaving. It's that like is you, my problem. You, you, your face doesn't move. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you, know, you don't know where your chin is. Well, I don't want to cut myself. Like, what if I go up too sharply around my chin and then I nick Well, you're not going to cut yourself because all your hair is nice and soft from the warm water. Don't you think it's kind yeah, of gross, it though, to reuse the shampoo that you're using on your head to wash your face with and use it as shampoo? No, you just shampoo your hair, you put it on your face, right? You clean your underarms, right? Or, you know, use soap, whatever you want. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. That is efficient. That does sound incredibly efficient. All right. Would you do you know, that? Well, so I, I do it with, um, uh, I, I got a shower mirror. So that takes care of that problem. You right. get a little I mean, you know, once you become a little more advanced, Dylan. Yeah, exactly. I still got a ways to go, but well, you can have... do it not totally blind in the shower. So that's the way I do it. But I also, I, 
I have one of those like electric thingies. So it's really easy. You just get in there and just Do you use the electric in the shower. You're not mm-hmm. scared of like electrocuting yourself. I'm not sure. Uh, it's, it's wild. Yeah, but then you, you take <laughs> your rubber face and you feel if you missed a spot. Yeah. yeah. So yep. I'd miss so many spots though. I'm sure. Well, you know what? Um, I mean, your hair already looks like so. So, 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 so next tip <laughs> it's is, not going to look worse. <laughs> is, um, once you rinse your hair off and your shaving cream or the shampoo from your face, you put conditioner in your hair. Okay. While the condition is sitting in your hair, is this before or after the purple shampoo to keep my hair white? <laughs> yeah, after. after. Purple shampoo. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, it's uh, after the conditioner. You put conditioner in your hair and then you brush your teeth. Well, oh, the wow. Conditioning is conditioning your hair. Oh, wow. And then you rinse and you're, you're done with it. Yeah. I honestly, I haven't really, I didn't really discover conditioner until pretty recently like the value discover you <laughs> didn't even know about it <laughs> but like now that i feel like my hair is longer and my hair is dead because i keep bleaching it over and over again yeah. like you really need it or else my hair is like disgusting yeah you got no natural oil on it it's all it's like brillo <laughs> it's like uh it's like a broom yeah it's like dead straw it is yeah yeah that that is what i feel it's great when you get it wet it just like clumps together Instead yeah. of feeling like natural. Yeah, it's really weird. It's, it was jarring the first time I washed my hair with the, the bleached hair. Yeah, the purple shampoo is disgusting. I like get it in the blisters in my... I have like a few blisters on my hands from lifting weights recently. No big deal. Nice, dude. And it's get, not from hard work. No, no. <laughs> I get purple like, in labor. my hands. Like I get yeah. purple hands. It's disgusting. I like the smell of it, though. Purple I think it smells good. The pa- purple shampoo. There's something about it that smells good. What about the tea leaf? You ever used the tea leaf? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's that? Uh, the Paul, uh, Paul Onion. Paul Newman? Not Paul Newman. <laughs> ah, Paul Sassan. Paul, Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea leaf shampoo. Usually uh, they make it for dandruff, but. Um, if you get one that's not for dandruff, that tea leaf smells great. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking though, while we have you, because I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to teach Dylan some stuff that I know that you know, yeah. but him growing up in Montana and mm. not having any like like city uh, stuff. A lot of the stuff that we have. Well, no, I meant like bagels. Like oh, I, I think <laughs> we prioritize the information that you don't know. The most about that you're the expert in. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Dylan. What do you think it is? Uh, well, this is I, I think bagels is a great starting point. Uh, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on. Uh, did you see the New York Times article that the best bagels in the country are actually in Berkeley? Oh yeah. Bullshit bagels. Yeah, that can't be. <laughs> I wanted to get your your thoughts on that. The New York Times. The really the esteemed New York Times. Well, yeah, let me answer this. Explained. In yeah, Berkeley, yeah. are the bagel? Is it a rolled bagel? I think the place they were talking about, Boychuck Bagels in Berkeley, is Montreal style bagel. Yeah, right? yeah, Montreal bagel is like uh, it's a bialy. It's small. <laughs> it's not. That's not a real bagel. Yeah. Okay, it's so it's for, the... for the Montreal people, and they swear by it, but it's got no hole. It has a. It's got a very small hole. Interesting. Okay, so. All right. To for the layman who may not know, 
the difference between a Montreal style bagel and a New York style bagel. Okay, so you, I'll tell you. Okay, New York style bagel is typically it's it's a rolled bagel, right? So it's got a lot of dough in it and it rises higher. Yeah. Right. Your Montreal bagels are flat, more like a Bialy style. You know what a Bialy is? Yeah, yeah. There's a place here that actually has pretty good Bialys. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. like the onions in the middle? Oh yeah, I love the onions. In the okay, middle. so I'm going to tell you all about onions. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so um, you want a rolled bagel, right? And it depends on what you're going to do with your bagel. Like, is it going to be a bagel locks with cream cheese? Is it something you're going to put a little tuna fish on, chopped liver? So the type of bagel depends on how you're going to eat the bagel. Like, you wouldn't put cheese, you want to make a grilled cheese out of a cinnamon raisin bagel. You're right. Right. So a cinnamon <laughs> bagel is good for like three things. Cream cheese, butter, and maybe jelly. Yeah. Or yeah. a peanut butter and jelly. Like yeah. you're not gonna take a piece of white fish or lox Mm-mm. and put it on a cinnamon raisin, a cinnamon raisin, raisin. bagel. Yeah. No. Now an everything bagel's good for like when you're using when you're having like a chopped liver or a pickled herring. Chopped liver on or, everything sounds like too much flavor. No, no, well, so like when you go, my go, my go to bagel is a sesame because it mm. satisfies everybody's needs. Yeah. Okay. So typically, what I like to do is I take the, the dough out of the middle, middle of the bagel, depending on how I'm having it. Right. Because it's typically too doughy and I don't want to get all filled up. Yeah. Then you smear your cream cheese, right? And if you're going to do locks, you put your locks on. Yeah. You. You put the tomato on top of the locks. Well, I put the locks. Then if I get pickled herring, I, I get the um, onions sliced. So you still have rings with the um, the cream sauce, like the sweet sour cream sauce. This is really onions. important. So this is like the most important. So even if you don't like pickled, okay, yeah. even if you don't like pickled herring. Yeah. Like, which I can't say I do. So forget the herring. It's about okay. the it's about the onions. It's about the onions. Okay, right. got it. So first the cream cheese, and then the lox, yep. then the onions yep. or capers. Yep. Right? And then you yep. take your tomato and slice it and put it on top. See, the okay. tomato keeps everything in if you're eating half a bagel. Okay, like so you're doing a half. You're doing half and half. Right, if you're going to eat it in half. Okay. Okay. If you're going to okay. eat it as a regular top and bottom bagel and mm-hmm. cut it in half, then it doesn't matter. But just make sure you put cream cheese on the top half also. That's, yeah. See, I think that's an, an, an important part that often goes overlooked when it all slides out because you don't have stuff holding it down on the top and bottom. Right. So that's important. Yeah. If you're making a bagel sandwich, I mean, I don't mean to tell the bagel experts what's important, but that's what I found to yeah, be. Yeah, you're gonna step into the, <laughs> step into the yeah, I was dying. Oh, on bagels. So, so then, like, depending on like if you're having egg salad, maybe that goes best with an everything bagel. Yeah. Or if you're gonna have tuna fish, maybe you want a super egg onion yeah. bagel. Yeah. So. It depends on what you're doing, you know, what's complimenting the bagel to determine the bagel you're going to eat. Yeah. I this all just sounds like a recipe for having unbelievably smelly breath. 
pickled herring, onion. Now, if you like breath must stink. You go Nova or belly. Like the belly mm-hmm. locks is the salty locks. And if you like the mm-hmm. salty locks, you may want to put the salty locks on a salty bagel. Salty locks and the three bears. I mean, that's still <laughs> what want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I feel like we gave Dylan a primer on, on bagels. Mm-hmm. Um, what food group do you want to go to next? Uh, you think Dylan probably needs info on? I feel like you probably get on steak. You have good Caesar salad info. Yeah. Yeah. Steaks. Pizza, cheesecake. Yeah. So let's talk about steaks. Yeah, let's talk steaks. There hasn't okay. been enough meat on the podcast, too. Like the that is true. Sports and the alcohol meat, sports, alcohol is completely blowing out the meat talk. So I'm cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's all different types of steak. We all know. I yep. like my steak uh, generally Pittsburgh style, where it's like burnt on the outside and medium rare on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like a nice filet mignon. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard for them to do that Pittsburgh because normally uh, they could burn the outside, but the inside is way too rare. That's like, kind of how we got it last time. Right. I, I like it like pink. I like it medium rare. Yeah, not right? like raw. Nice no. peppercorn yeah. sauce. Um, mm. So there's a couple of things I like with my steak. Um, I like... Um, Pickles. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, so let's start with the mushrooms, the cream spinach, and uh, yep. the potatoes. Yeah, potato. Yep. Right? Massive, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you want a nice... Uh, and it, it depends on what steak you're going to get. The steak you get determines what kind of t- type of potato you want to have. Like, if you're going to have a prime rib, yeah, right? First of all, you want to go with a nice flush radish sauce with the prime rib. Uh-huh. And you don't want to go with the creamy white horseradish. You want something that's got a little bite to it. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. And you probably don't want to go with a mashed potato with the prime rib. You probably want something more like a loaded baked potato with yeah. the cheddar and the bacon and the sour cream. Is that because the prime rib is kind of soft, so you don't want a soft potato with it? Yeah, it's it just doesn't feel right to me to have a mashed potato. Yeah. With they're the prime both kind of mushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Whereas with uh, like a, a, a fillet, um, you know, I want a like a home style type potato that's got some peppers and onions in it. Yeah. You know, with the mushrooms. And one of the things I like with my steak is a dill pickle. Right. This is interesting. This is interesting. I haven't heard this one before. Okay. So, like on the side. I bet he hasn't heard Peter Luger's before either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll get into the Peter Luger's. So um, (laughs) you got a nice filet, right? Um, You take a little potatoes, you take a little spinach, you take a slice of your filet, you're chewing it, it's all marinating really well in your mouth, right? And you're chewing, you're halfway done chewing the filet. Pop a a small slice of a dill pickle in and get that crunch of the dill pickle it just adds tremendous flavor to the filet and it's good for your digestive system it makes this filet go down easy it's delicious 
<laughs> you think the pickle plays a substantial role in the digestion of all that red meat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd say it's <laughs> that's my it's a, it's a upward uphill battle yeah, for yeah. the pickle. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So you got fiber. Your you got your ribeye, you got your filet, you get your strip. And then, uh, Dylan, probably yep. your parts, you don't have a Romanian or a skirt steak. Skirt steak? Really? Yeah. Really I don't think I've ever had a Romanian. Really skirt thin steak, and yeah. fat, fatty. Skirt's like buttery. Yeah. Oh, it's a delicious steak. And yeah. it's not something yeah, yeah. you order medium rare, rare because it's so thin. That it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. that is a delicious steak. And the pickle with that steak is the bomb. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. What about, Interesting. this is actually something I. No, no, no. So let me finish. Um, so <laughs> the salad is also important with uh, what kind of steak. Oh, you've been working out. Look how big your arms are. I told him that overnight. Oh, yeah. Looking big. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the guns going. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> So depending on um, what you're eating, are you going to go for like the iceberg wedge that's going to be loaded up with blue cheese and uh, crumble blue cheese and the blue cheese dressing? Yeah. Right? So if you're getting a, a big-ass ribeye are you, with a loaded baked potato, are you going to do the big-ass wedge salad? Maybe you do the wedge salad with just the crumble blue cheese and like an oil and vinegar vinaigrette. Like a lighter salad. A lighter salad. Yeah. Right. Which brings me to your Caesar salad and your garden salad. So, you know, it depends on what you, I could talk about Italian forever. Well, let's do I think <laughs> salad is where you have the best insight. I was about to say, I'm a Caesar salad guy through and through. You're going to love Okay, this. you're going to love this. <laughs> okay. So, I, I love Caesar salad. And I'm not a big anchovy fan. Like, I'll never get anchovies mm. on pizza. But anchovies in your Caesar salad is awesome. So you got two types of anchovies. You got a white and a brown anchovy, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to look down at your Caesar salad and see strips of anchovies and say, mm, that's delicious. But if you slice it and dice it into little tiny pieces that you can't even see it's there, you're going to love your Caesar salad. Mix it in. Serve it to your friends. Don't even tell them about the anchovies. <laughs> it's like in uh, Goodfellas when they they slice the garlic super thin with the, yeah, razor. With the razor. That's what you need for the anchovies. Yeah. Like Caesar salad, yeah. right? Yeah. And just like one. Because when you order anchovies, just they one. bring you like six of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that one makes sense to me. Yeah, too. I feel like I, Sorry, go ahead. I, wanted, I don't want to know that I'm eating anchovies, you know, but I feel like they do add a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't want to be conscious salt. of the fact that All right. So the same thing yeah. with um, steak sauce. Like I okay. like a, I like a Peter steak sauce. Or like it, when you go into a good steak place, you get the beefsteak tomatoes with the red onions and they put their house steak sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Right? So the beefsteak tomatoes with the red onions is a great appetizer for a steak. I'm not even sure I really know what that is. Wait, what is it? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> a, beef, uh, a nice, big, fat, juicy tomato. Okay. Uh-huh. Right? Sliced in like uh, half inch to three quarter inch slices. Right? With mm-hmm. sliced red onion. You know what a red onion is. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> on top. And then you put a pita luga steak sauce on it, or you could just use a, uh, just basic oil and vinegar. See, that sounds better okay. than tomato. Steak, pita luga steak sauce is so sweet. Like on top of a tomato, it sounds like kind of gross. No, it's awesome. Okay. I got to be honest. No, because it's a steak sauce. It's a salad sauce. Yeah. What's Peter Lugas? I, I know exactly what you're about to say. I have no idea what Peter Lugas is. Uh-oh. You want to get a? Did you get a bottle of the Peter Lugas steak sauce? <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, um, it's a light. Well, it's like what Peter Lugas is. First of all. Oh, Peter Lugas is a steakhouse in New York. Oh, this is all New York stuff. I, I was about to say all this sounds very like old-fashioned steakhouse, New York. Yeah, like New yeah York but they steakhouse. all have that famous steakhouse. Yeah. Uh, so this is what it looks like, right? So it's okay. an old-fashioned yeah, steak sauce, you right? And you see, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not thick and it's, heavy. It's viscous. Viscous, good yeah, word. It's got viscosity to it. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so this is great on uh, tomato with onions. It's great on a wedge, and you don't ever put the stuff directly on your steak. Mm-mm. Don't put any steak sauce dipping. right on the steak. Leave it on the side for mm-hmm. your dipping pleasure. Dip it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always dip. All right. So this is actually something I've been meaning to ask you that I don't know the answer to. Mostly is <laughs> most of what we're talking about I know. Your pairing <laughs> system for foods with drinks. Because sometimes you surprise me. I get it. Like if you're eating fish, you go white wine. Right. Yeah. If you're eating steak, you go red wine. Or yeah. like Chinese food red wine yeah, it, it times where do cocktails mix into that because to me like old like if you're eating a steak something like a bourbon like old-fashioned manhattan that makes sense too yeah but, yeah so let's talk about first um finish up on the steak because okay. you had the wine lady here yeah right oh, yeah so with an depending on the steak you eat eating but generally for me all steaks i want a nice dry wine with a long finish Mm-hmm. Dry. Uh, a, a head. Yeah. Not a light wine. I don't know how she would say it. A um, bold. A bold one. With a lot of body. Body, yeah. Body. Body. A full body. Yeah. A full body. body dried. Look at us. Whereas if you're eating uh, a spicy Mexican, you might want a light body because you don't want the wine to overtake from the spices of the food you're eating. Okay. Right? Yeah. So generally, I like when I'm eating the steak, uh, starting with a Manhattan or an old fashioned, yeah, right, or just the basic uh, scotch. Uh, my go-to scotch for daily living is Famous Grouse. So when we lived in Europe, like I'd order a Dewey's, a J and B, a Johnny Walker Red. Forget the Johnny Walker Red. Why? It, it's like uh, it, it's it's like rocket fuel of a blended whiskey. <laughs> you're better you're better off with a with a nice famous grouse because that's what they drink in Europe because okay. it's the Queen's Scotch. The queen. Right? Because she's this, under fire right now, though. I want to drink Megan's Scotch. Yeah, I'm Team Megan, unfortunately. Team Megan, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but I like a, uh, I like single malts, right? Uh, an old man or a Lagavulin. Mm. Yeah, right? those are good. Yeah, yeah, but you always put like a, just a drop of 
a drop of water, just to take the edge off it a little bit. Are there any? So you're not an ice guy? You go straight? Uh, in, no. in a single malt, I'm not going to take a, a, a big cube and put it in a lager balloon. Okay. Yeah. That's straight. No, up. no. I'll do that maybe with a Johnny Walker Black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a famous Grouse, but I'm not doing it with a good quality single malt. I like a good ice cube, though. One of those big ones. Oh, right. I like so the big circular ones. You know how to make those crystal clear, right? Yeah. Boil them. Boil the water beforehand, right? And uh, distilled. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. You drink your martinis. Right. So let me finish. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do the Manhattan. I thought about this all day. Question. All right. So I'll do the Manhattan uh, or the old fashioned because I'm getting into a steak dinner. Yeah. If I'm getting into a fish dinner, typically I'm going to go with the martini. Okay, see, good transition. And so you're, you're and here's the problem, Dylan. Yeah. People don't know what a dry martini is. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you wave a bottle of vermouth around. That one little drop of just pouring it in, in the glass and pouring it out and filling it up with gin vodka. Yep. Is makes a world of difference. Now, Jamie, you may not experience that because you haven't drank as much vodka and gin as I have. (laughs) But for anyone who's ever, for anyone who ever appreciates a good vodka or gin, that smooth little just drop of a mousse makes all the difference in the world. Smooths out, yeah. And you can tell the difference right away when you say dry and they just give it to you on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I tried making a martini recently, tried getting into that, and it was unbelievably disgusting. But then I'll have it, like, my dad is the same way. He's He's been making martinis forever, and he'll make them for me, and they're delicious. So I think I'm screwing up something with the vermouth. The, it's a dry pour the, vermouth. Pour a right. drop of vermouth into the glass. Swirl it around. around turn pour it, it out. Dump it. Yep. All right, and then ice up. Um, the glass, pour in your gin or your vodka, stir that, and pour it into the glass you put the vermouth in. Huh, okay. Okay. And also, something your mom would do, right? Is use and the- yeah, the, the twist or an olive. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the olive juice, anybody who puts olive juice in a martini is uh, an amateur. Okay. <laughs> you only go olive, right? You don't no, no, I do else. twist. Oh, twist, okay. Twist of a lemon? Well, so the olive, you got to get the olive with the pimento. Mm-hmm. But the olive with the blue cheese, like, again, why are you mixing blue cheese with the... the I, so this is what I wanted to ask you. Is there any wrong way to order a martini? So you'd say it's wrong if you put too much... Sounds like it. It's wrong if you do a olive that has blue cheese in it. Like, Is there any other way to screw up a martini, though? Uh, no, other than they screwed up when you say I want it up or I want it on the rocks. Yeah. So on the rocks is the wrong way to order martini. Right? So here's in my old age, I drink much slower than I did in the past. Mm-hmm. So I don't want my uh, martini straight up to get warm. So my first martini, I'll just get straight up. The second one. I may get on the rocks or I may ask the 
uh, bartender or waitress to say, I want it straight up, but give me the ice you made it with on the side so I could sprinkle a little ice in while I'm drinking it. Oh. Because now I'm on my second martini and my pace is slower. And it's the same yeah. ice that they used for the first one because it already has. It's the fermented yeah. and marinated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? Marinated Don't ice. lie. Uh, I. Sort of, yeah. You get the, the ice that you shook it with yes. from the first martini. And then you, in the yes. Sauce. So that has the martini flavor in it. Right. Uh, As a separate glass on the side, so you could dip ice yeah. in the troll, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And you just put in like a cube at a time kind of deal. You're not like. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You don't drown it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Just to keep. Because there's nothing worse than a warm martini. It's got to be, got to be cold, right? Right, right. Like, and how fast right, is ice cold? my second martini? Yeah, I mean, you guys yeah. might be good for three or four if you're going to chug them down quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Is All there right. any drinks that are... Okay, so martini is a manly drink for sure because James Bond drank it, right? Yeah. It's not really to drink a gin martini. No. Okay, what drinks to you are off limits? Because I went on a date a few months ago. It was beautiful outside. We were sitting outside. It was gorgeous. And I got a mojito. And I got relentlessly made fun of because it's a feminine drink. To you, is mojito off limits for guys, or do you care about that? Do you? Have- I, not at all. Okay. Yes. So today I had mimosas. We went to a Mexican place, and yeah. I'm sitting there drinking a mimosa. Everybody else is drinking beer, or watching golf, or watching baseball. Yeah. I'm completely comfortable sitting there with my mimosa. Okay. Exactly. And that goes. Drink what you want to drink. Yeah, I mean. If you're going to sit there with a hurricane Cosmo, like if you're going to order a pina colada, take the umbrella out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you can still drink a pina colada. Yeah. I got I mean, have you ever had a Cosmo, like a nice Cosmo at a, at a bar, JMO? They're delicious. They're unbelievably delicious. I don't delicious. know the last Cosmo that I've had, but I'll tell you what, like I love like vodka soda. I'll like the swell drink, vodka cran. Love vodka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta get a vodka cranberry with uh, vodka. It's gotta be vodka soda with a splash of cranberry. Not an actual vodka cran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. if if it comes with fruit, just eat the fruit and get it out of the way because (laughs) it's a girly drink. If you're gonna be sitting there with a cherry and uh, an orange slice, yeah, yeah. But what if what if like you're at a pool? You know, then the then the line gets blurred a little bit. Then you're yeah, fine to leave that know. umbrella in there because you're at the pool. You know, yeah, you there's no it. rules. Yeah, you're in Mexico. There's no rules. You're at the pool, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and stay away. Oh, like yeah. even with the hurricanes and stuff, if you're gonna drink a juice drink or a rum punch, get real juice. Like don't ever get like if they have the pa- the powder stuff. Stay. Anything with powder, don't don't drink. Okay, like vodka powder. That's right. what you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we drink that and call it faderades. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is also something when I was thinking of questions that I don't know your answer to either. That I feel like I need the answer mm-hmm. to. So when we go golfing, like when I golf with Dylan or other friends, or whatever, it's always beer. You just drink beer on the golf course, yeah. and you actually told me to drink silver bullets like the you know like the twist off cans because that's because they stay cold and you're bouncing around in a cart drink isn't coming out it takes a while are there any other drinks that you can drink on a golf course that aren't beer 
You can drink anything you want on a golf course. <laughs> well, like, if you're getting it from like the uh, concession, yeah, the girl that comes by. Yeah. So, but like you're not gonna bring gin and tonic with you too. I mean, no, we, we did, we, we, we did that. It was awesome. <laughs> we would bring Bloody Marys. Like oh. Scott Harris and I, when we oh went and played in Buffalo. Yeah. He would bring a coffee container full of Bloody Mary mix with two styrofoam cups packed with ice. Okay. And we would drink Bloody Marys. So, but this is my. That sounds like the way to do it. This is my question, though. Like, though, like. It's already difficult to manage drinks when you're playing golf because you have the car and everything's moving around. It might be like, yeah, no, the best thing I got, advice I got is the wide bottle with the um, screw off, screw on cap, yeah. so it doesn't spill all over your shoes. Okay. Yeah. I guess the cart girl solves all the problems because you could get. Yeah, but typically, then you're buying eight dollar Bloody Marys. Yeah. You, know? you must even have hard liquor. Probably not, right? No, they do. No, I do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or what you could just do is bring a flask of vodka and you just mm-hmm. put a Bloody Mary mix. That's a, good, yeah, that's a good idea. The other thing is, I mean, JMO, like if we're golfing at Tilden in public places, like they don't they don't have cart girls there. It's all. Yeah, no, no cart girls. Yeah. Cart girls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not at Bacon Park in Savannah either. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so tip the golf girl early so she pays attention to you. So she comes back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's the same thing you go through a car wash or any other service person. Tip them before they do the work so they do a good job. Mm. Now, my wife would say, no, you tip them afterwards because they already got the money and they're not going to do a good job. But they don't know what they're going to get. So if you're a good tipper, tip them in advance so they might go that extra mile. I think that's a good idea. It is kind of like a break of the social contract, like coming up with someone before they've done the thing and tipping them. They might be like, oh. No, I got my cost smog yesterday. Yeah. So I gave the guy 10 bucks. He's like, what's this? I'm like, it's a tip. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting a cost smog. The car's going to pass the smog. I got to worry about that. <laughs> so um, is they can't do enough for me. Like he's opening up the door. I'm like, would you mind grabbing the vacuum and just vacuuming out the thing? Yeah. He's like, I'm more, more than happy, sir. Yeah. Did you tell him again after? Just no, 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 no. Okay. But I didn't notice it needed to call um, a vacuuming until he opened up the door. I'm like, God, just get that leaf out of there. Yeah. You know? He's incentivized to go the extra mile. Because you already got a good tip. Before, we were just talking about golf with the drinks. Okay, I want to stick on golf for a second. So you, Yeah, I like that. All right, I have a few golf-related questions for you. I already see you're already getting upset. No, no, go ahead. (laughs) No, because you golf etiquette, uh, you don't listen to me. <laughs> you know, I listen to you. Uh, I what tell you, the, the, you, the reason why they put the card paths on the right side of the fairway is because everybody slices. I tell you not to step near the hole when you're taking the ball out of the hole because now you're creating a divot and making the whole green uneven. You know, there's a whole bunch of golf etiquette that uh, I tell you, you give me the yeah, yeah, yeah. What about all the golf etiquette you taught me that I've taken a heart? The, the shadow thing, when you're on the green, you don't want your shadow being in someone else's yeah, line. I listen to that. I watch your shadow. Time we went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't take Einstein to figure that out. 
I wasn't like most of well, it. Well, yeah, you're still dropping your golf clubs off the green, like on the in the rough. And I'm surprised you haven't lost one yet. That's just my two cents. Yeah. You drop your golf clubs on the path back to the golf cart. Mm-hmm. Yep. In line. These are all things. These are all, this is the basics. But sometimes you got to know if you're a golfer. That means that you, like, if it's between. You have to walk out of your way a little bit. I know. Or just yeah. put it in the rough on the way back is so much more convenient sometimes. And you're hoping, uh, you're hoping one of the schmucks that you're playing with is going to look down and see that club because you forgot it's there. Because okay. you missed your third putt and you're all upset and you're not thinking about you're your golf. you run off. <laughs> uh-huh. We've all been there. Jesus, my putting. That's a fair point. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is I feel like you are very – like you lean heavily on the mental side of the game. Like you think like 90% of golf is mental, yeah. right? 99%. Yeah. So I feel like you had like to me last weekend, you were like, when are you going to become a golf pro? Cause I feel like you think that anyone can do anything they want if they put their mind to it. Yeah. Um, and Dill's a much better golfer than me, but do you think like most people then can become professional golfers if they really commit themselves to it? No. Yeah. Okay. It's the natural yeah. talent. It takes the natural talent. But the golf pro you guys had on was brilliant. Oh yeah. He was awesome. And you guys have great um guests. guests that offer so much insight to, to yeah. talking to more morons like you guys. We've got I mean we got one on right now. <laughs> We've gotten yeah, great insight on I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> add it to the list. <laughs> no, but um, you know the golf pro. He he said, you know, I I could go out and I could play with uh, Rory McIlroy, and give him a go for his money if I have a good day. Yeah, right. Because we've all hidden great shots, so we've got the physical ability to hit the ball and have a great shot. Yeah. The question is, do we have the mental stability to reproduce that? Yeah. That's where it becomes a problem. I agree with you, but also it takes a lot of physical ability to be able to replicate the same shot over and over again. I feel like that's the hard part. Well, that's the hard part. Yeah. Right. So that's the discipline. If you're like playing with Dylan. You like, like the one time we went to the range and played with Dylan. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I remember that. More than me. It's better. <laughs> This has been a really fun interview for me. I get compliment on my golf skills, my my new arms. I just feel great. You guys are I know I, love, Dylan, I love you best when you're hungover <laughs> sleeping on the top of the steps. Yeah, bang. <laughs> there we go. I needed to bring something back down to bring me back down to earth. Yeah, you see Dylan most of the times that like is worse. It's hilarious. Everyone, I feel like most of my college friends have such a good impression. Yeah. Uh, and the first two times with Dylan, it's like pretty yeah. bad. Well, no, he did give me a uh, what? What I do a keg stand? Yeah. Was Dylan picking yeah. me up for that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a memory. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we got we got cocktails at one time. That was fun. Yeah, I remember when the, the nice we went to the nice. Oh yeah, got old fashioned yeah. there. They got the nice yeah. ice cubes. That place is such yeah. A- they have the really nice ice cubes there. Yeah, yeah for all like Berkeley ones. people listening, Tupper and Reed is the mm-hmm. place. You know what? Those guys are really good mixologists. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, they put Karen to making a drink. Yeah. They get the, the orange slice or the orange peel that they burn a little bit. Get yeah. that burnt flavor. Mm. Yeah. All right. I have another golf question. I'm sorry. This yeah. is a very long time, but so it's all right. But so for me, I got into golf pretty recently, right? Like I didn't actually start like watching it and everything within the last year. But to me, it seems like golf is like awesome right now. You have everyone's so good. You have like DeShambo, everyone hates Justin Thomas won today, DJ, you have John Rom, all these personalities yeah. that are awesome to watch. And it's just like great golf. Is that just because I started watching in the last year or for you watching golf for like 30 years? No, no, no. It- no. It, t- Tiger made the difference. Okay. Like we played golf, you know, in college. Yeah. But it didn't really become golf until Tiger yeah. made it what it is today. But what about like compared to like 10 years ago? Like is golf always as good as it is now and I just got into it? Or is like other than when Tiger became big and now, like is it usually this entertaining? Like every I, week we watch. I think it's more, uh, I think no, go it's, ahead. Uh, they have more spectators now. It's gotten bigger as a sport. Yeah. Um, because of the, um, you know, the Riders' Cup, it's become more international. You have European players, U.S. players. So it's become more of a global sport. Right. Whereas even when Tiger won his, in his younger days, mm-hmm. it was more just a U.S. Tiger type thing. Yeah. You really didn't recognize your international players as much. Okay. But it's much bigger now. Yeah. Yeah. Done. You were gonna say something. Plus, well, plus all the guys now are like people that started playing golf because of Tiger. Like they were, you know, kids when Tiger first came on, and that's what got them into golf. So now it's finally like paying off. So it's like, you know, 15, 20 years later, you get all these guys that grew up watching him. Yeah. And equipment's made a big difference. Yeah. Yep. Me growing up, there was no like big sweet spot monster driver. You know, Big Bertha was like uh, one of the first first ones that came out with it. Mm-hmm. But basically you were playing with blades, like yeah. the pros yeah. that were not very forgiving. Right. You know? So having- And, more, I, and I still suck. Yeah. <laughs> but having more forgiving clubs makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, tennis has advanced the tennis racket, golf has advanced, golf clubs. You know, a bowling ball is still a bowling ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, my uh, my dad has an old set of the, like, Wilson blades from, like, the 80s. And I'll sometimes just take it out to the range. And it's hilarious hitting some of those. Like, it's it's hard. It's super hard. Thing I can't imagine. Yeah, having so you know what? Like when you hit those sweet... It feels good. Yeah, it's like butter. Yeah. 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 But when you hit them bad, it like it's stings okay. your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So, Jamie, I always go back to like when you talk about like who's good and can we all be like golf pros? No, we can't because we don't all have that natural ability. Yeah. But one of the things that you said to me when you were younger is, you know, I could be the best soccer player in the world and I wouldn't know it or the best 
um, car racer in the world, but I wouldn't know because I never had an opportunity to drive a car or I never got the opportunity to play soccer. Yeah. You know, so that always stuck with me because think about how many other great golfers are out there that just don't have a set of golf clubs and never pick them up. Yeah, it goes both ways because it's like, like, you know, to say that the best hockey players in the world are the best hockey players is ridiculous because only like 0.01% of the population ever plays hockey. But at the same time, like in America, all the best athletes play football or basketball. We might have like the top 10 fastest sprinters in the world, but we don't know because everyone who's fast just gets goes and plays football and right. whatever. So it kind of goes yeah. both ways where you're like, we're not... Like not everyone gets the opportunity, but also everyone in the rich countries just go to where the money is. So it's kind of all flawed all around, I feel like. Well, we do know that Tyreek Hill would be the best lacrosse player in the world in like a week's time. So yeah. that much we do know. I think Tyreek Hill could basically do anything. I bet he could be a good hockey player. He's the best at any sport. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not basketball, but that's it. I bet he'd still be pretty filthy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be an all-star in China for sure. Yeah. At the yeah. minimum. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. You got anything else for me? Done. Anything? Uh, I think, um, <laughs> I'm looking at uh, our list of questions. Uh, I kind of mostly just wanted, if you have one uh, good story from, uh, I mean, we have you on. I feel like we should be able to roast JMO here. If you have one good story of like the most mad you were at JMO growing up, like the stupidest shit that he did. Oh my god, <laughs> mom, you can you want to jump in here too? Yeah, I would say um, the stupidest thing that he did. It's gotta be the strong. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, this is great. I wish we had this on YouTube. <laughs> we go into an old navy. Well, we could put this on YouTube if you're telling the story. Okay. So we go into old navy. We're doing a little shopping. Jameson decides he wants to crawl into uh, the wagon and get his big fat legs into the the seat. And how old is he? I was like twelve. <laughs> uh, I was like eight. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was a children's. It was a children's stroller. It, it was, was a children's. It had like an animal on it. I thought it would be hilarious. I thought it'd be a funny joke to get in the stroller. That okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets in. We're shopping, getting our jeans and stuff, and then we um, we're going up to the cash register, and he's uh, decides he wants to get out, and he can't get out. He can't get his legs out. So we're there with the grandmother, me, my wife, the whole family. And he's like, I can't get out. I can't get out. And he starts crying. My legs, my legs, my legs. They're stuck. They duck. They duck. So we lay him. So we figure, let's lay this the little stroller thing down and he could wiggle his fat ass out of it. Right? But yeah. that's not working either because I'm pulling him and he's yelling, my legs, my legs, my legs. Right? So my mother-in-law is like, we could get somebody to get like, you know, his pliers and stuff so we could disassemble this thing. You know? And that was, uh, yeah, that was probably one of the most exciting. Yeah, I'll tell you, if that was on YouTube today, 
<laughs> millions of people would watch it. Well, I got out. Did you have to? Yeah. How did you get out? He eventually uh, squiggled his head. Well, no, Grammy's <laughs> idea to put me on my side. Then he flipped me onto the ground. We flipped you on we, the ground and flipped you on your side. Yeah, slid me out that <laughs> I like to imagine that you're 17 years old in this story. <laughs> Honestly, if I, were, if I were able to get out of it, if I didn't get stuck, it is funny. It is, I thought you were the children's stroller. Like, it was a good joke. <laughs> yeah. then I got stuck and ruined everyone's day <laughs> your shaping in Switzerland was a pain oh in my, my ass also oh my god so I'm looking for Swedish uh, Swedish meatballs mm -hmm. right so every country we went to yeah I want to have the cuisine of the country this moron is wearing tight underwear that's shaping him oh yeah <laughs> Right, and he, he stops the whole family because of his shaping. Like in the middle of the street, we got to stop. Okay. And I wish we, you know, he's crying. You know, gold bond would have went a long way. You know, it would have gone an even longer way. The manscaped underwear. Manscaped underwear, underwear, ball deodorant. Yep. Manscaped.com yeah. promo code. You needed media. that when you were 11 years old. You really did. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. I had to go to the and get me a new pair of pants or something. Nah, Never found awesome. the meatballs, right? No, I think we eventually, no, I had to scrap the meatballs. All right. My God. balls stopped the meatballs. Your ball. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Dad. All right. <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Dylan. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's good talking to you. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Now watch this drive. And support for Meat Sports Alcohol is brought to you by Manscaped. They are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. I know that JMO and I, we have been doing nothing but singing their praises. Uh, they truly are the best in below the belt grooming. Uh, Manscaped is currently trust, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And uh, as we've had the past couple of weeks going, we still have that exclusive offer for you meters out there. 20% off and free shipping using promo code MEAT at manscaped.com at checkout. You're going to want to check this out. That's once again, promo code MEAT, M-E-A-T, at manscaped.com. Go check it out. I haven't only been singing praise for Manscaped constantly. I've been taking care of my nuts constantly. Ever since getting, especially like the crop reviver, like I can't get back from a workout of the gym and get out of the shower and not slap on some crop reviver. Like it's part of my routine at this point. I don't even remember life without it. Um, and to, to, to talk about the importance of smooth balls, uh, we have a few guys here that we idolize for their smooth balls. They're athletes that we think take the best care of their meat. They probably use Manscaped products. For sure they use Manscaped products because there's no good way to keep care of your meat without them. Uh, so we just thought of a couple of guys here. We're going to go back and forth. Opposite of last week, here's the yep. smoothest, smoothest balls athletes power ranking. Yeah. All right, you want to go first with your number three? Absolutely. 
Uh, my third guy, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy is so put together. He wears quarter zips. He's been rocking the quarter zips recently. I feel like if you are rocking quarter zips and you don't have smooth balls, then that's pretty messed up. Like, you got to have both of those. And our good friend, who's also named Rory, is pretty outspoken about how good of care he keeps his balls in. So I think subconsciously, I'm just thinking Rory smooth yeah. balls. Um, so lock in Rory McIlroy for me. I like that. I like that. Coming in at my number three, uh, we got Steve Ballmer. Uh, he's not necessarily an athlete. He owns the Clippers. Uh, but one, he has ball in his name. Second week in a row, I've done that. So I feel pretty good about that. And two, if you just look at his face and his his head it looks like a a freshly shaven ball and i can only imagine that his balls look similar if his balls look anything like his head he's doing a good job down there so that's i don't of- i don't disagree with you but he could probably use some crop reviver on his face yeah, probably his, face look, his head does look like a ball but can use some revival yeah uh my second pick here is russell wilson Purely because I don't think anything goes on in Russell Wilson's life that he doesn't have complete control of. Nothing goes awry down to single strands of hair. If he wants his balls to be smooth, then it happens. Um, And why wouldn't you want that? So definitely Russell Wilson has some glorious nuts. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, Sierra would demand nothing less. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, My number two is Johnny Damon uh, because the Yankees probably made him shave his nuts. Yeah, definitely. You can loop him in with a bunch of the guys that went to yeah, any the Yankees. Had to Nick Swisher. Yeah. I bet that guy yep. had some hairy balls yep. before he got to not, New York. Yeah. And I, I bet he left for New York and got some hairy nuts directly after. I mean, it's just not the Yankee way. It's not. You don't win, World, you don't win 27 World Series with hairy balls. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, my first pick, Russell Westbrook. Um, first, just a very put together guy, you know, his crazy good fashion sense. And trip. just strikes me as like a smooth guy, like a smooth personality, you know. He's like aggressive at times, but also like sensitive. I really like Russell Westbrook. I love like his his sort of like ego and personality. Um Smooth guy, smooth life, smooth nuts. I think Russ is there. I love it. I love it. Coming in at my number one uh, is Charlie Villanueva. Good pick. Uh, Alopecia joke. All right. Don't have to get into that one. Uh, So those are are smooth nuts, guys. If you want to be like Steve Ballmer, bad choice. If you want to be like Russell Wilson, (laughs) you want to be like Johnny Damon, you can too at manscaped.com. You get 20% off and free shipping using promo code MEAT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MEAT. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Damn, Dude, I got to work in my car to knees. This week, uh, we wanted to do a special edition of Talking Locks. Uh, March Madness is here. Today was Selection Sunday. Everyone's going to be filling out their brackets. Uh, and JMO and I, as the resident college basketball experts here, where you get your hard-hitting college basketball analysis, we're going to do Talking Locks Bracket Edition, where we go through the bracket uh, one by one on air uh, and fill it out. 
important to note, uh, we purposely, neither of us have looked at the brackets uh, yet. We are going to be going rapid fire. These are just gut selections. Uh, and we're going to fill it out on ESPN and see how well we do. Not only have I not looked at the brackets, I haven't watched college basketball before this past week. I will say I watched like five hours of college basketball a day for this entire week. But before championship week, I, if I'm being completely honest, didn't realize how good like Illinois was. Like I probably saw a few sports center highlights, but like I didn't, I didn't know what was going on at all. Yeah. So yeah. Um, this is, these are really going to be gut picks. Yeah, uh, this is all gut. All right. So let's start off in the West. We're just going to move our way through this bracket. Uh, yep. First seed Gonzaga versus 16 seed either Norfolk State or Appalachian Appalachian State. Who do you want? This seems like an easy one. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Boom. Next one: Oklahoma eight versus Missouri nine. Uh, Missouri. Missouri, lock it in. Yep. <laughs> uh, classic five twelve matchup: Creighton versus UCSB. I'm going UCSB. Yeah. You know, it's a weird year. It's a COVID year. Every, I think the 12 seed upsets the five 86% of the time. That's according. 95% of the time, actually. <laughs> 100% of the time. A five yeah. seed has never won never. a first round game. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So am I, I should, I'm, I'm filling this out. I'm filling this out. Okay. So yeah. Missouri. Yep. So you get UCSB. Yep. yep. Lock it in. Okay. Next on the list, we got number 13, Ohio versus number four, Virginia. Who you got? This is easy. Virginia had the shitty year two years ago. Then yep. were amazing the last season that happened. Which was like three years ago. Yeah. History repeats repeats itself. They're gonna be shitty again. Lose first yeah. round. Yeah. Ohio. COVID. Ohio. Got it. Lock it in. Okay. Uh next up we got number six, USC versus number eleven, either Wichita State or Drake. I don't even need to know which team either of those are beating USC. <laughs> I've been watching USC all year. They're frauds. Wichita State, actually, I did see some highlights, and they were good. And yeah. I've never heard of Drake. but uh, yeah. Well, it says D-R-K-E, so I'm, I think it's Drake. So <laughs> yeah, unless lock it's like, it in. Which slash Drake? Is that a lock? That's a lock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, 14, Eastern Washington versus 7, Oregon. Uh, I would lean towards upset. But Oregon's... Oh, wait. You're reading that wrong. Oh, yeah. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is a 14 seed playing a 7 seed? <laughs> Do you want to take a pick there? I still, I think Oregon would I be Eastern Washington. Oregon, They're not playing. But, yeah, um, but I think so. Hypothetically. Well, they could meet in the final... In the Elite Sweet Eight. Six, Sweet 16. Yep. Elite Sweet Eight. 16. Yep. Yep. All okay. right. Well, I'll take Eastern Washington over Kansas. Got it. Lock it in. <laughs> like classic basketball schools are sucking asses here. That is Kansas true. is one of those yeah, schools. It's a, it's a blue blood. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Seven Oregon versus 10 VCU. So Shaka Smart isn't the VCU head coach anymore, which means I think Oregon is the pick here. Turns out Shaka Smart also, do you know that he has hair? I don't know like Shaka a... Smart. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally believe you. Yeah, is he, is he a human being? <laughs> He's sure. the old, old VCU. Okay, no, he has hair now. He was bald, but now he has a like a, a Jerry curl. Mm. He's the He's the Texas coach now. 
So oh, okay. Texas is filthy. Lock yeah. me in ahead of time for Texas. Texas. Too. Got it. Okay. So next up, we got number two Iowa versus number fifteen Grand Canyon University. All right. Let's say That's it. Hilarious. Let's let's say at the same time we're picking Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon University. Lock it in. Lock it in. Dude, I know a lot of people that like there are a bunch of people that went to Grand Canyon. It's like a Christian. On, I thought it was like a Christian online school. I thought it was like University of Phoenix, but for like <laughs> Christians. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm shocked to see them here. But well, they're going to shock said, the world. Yeah, they are. Dude, this March Iowa. against yeah. Iowa. Yeah, fuck You know, it would be awesome. Watch the, yeah. our bracket that we're putting together right now come like top five. In uh, in like ESPN, and they like come, they're like interviewing. They're like, "You got your bracket ninety six percent right." They're like, "How did you do it?" And we're like, "Well, actually, we have a video. Actually, yeah. we have a podcast. We have a podcast. You should check it out. <laughs> this is our ticket. This is our ticket to fame. This is great." Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to the east. Yeah. One Michigan versus sixteen. Either Mountain State Marys or Texas Southern. No, that's multi level marketing scheme. MSM. <laughs> uh no michigan here yeah. michigan's good. let's do it yeah okay uh up next we got number eight lsu versus number nine saint bonaventure those are the golden retrievers right no that's umbc right on yeah. uh so i would normally you know i love like a no-name school upset kind of thing yeah i am so in on the sec this year any yeah. team out of the SEC, SEC Alabama, year. Arkansas, LSU, yep. Florida, put them all in the final four. I just yeah, love them. Yeah, it's the SEC year. I totally agree. All right, lock, LSU locked in. All right, next up, we got number five, Colorado, number 12, Georgetown. Everyone loves Patrick Ewing now. Yeah, yep, totally agree. Georgetown. I'm fine with Georgetown. Yep, yep. Okay, next up, four, Florida State, 13, UNC Greensboro. Again, love upsets. Love the underdog. I think North Carolina has enough schools. <laughs> That's, yep, yep. I mean, not this year because Duke just in rip. general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much of their population is between the age of like seventeen yeah, and twenty-two? I know, I know. Do they have cool. enough universities? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out. <laughs> You're not wedding UNC Greensboro. Okay, we got Florida State. All right. Okay, uh, next up. Number six seed BYU versus eleven Michigan State or UCLA. That is a crazy combination know, it's of schools to be in a slash. Playing game. I know, I know, it's unbelievable. Uh, don't bet against Izzo. I'm saying MS, MSU is going to be the slash, and I'm picking them there. So okay, up. well, I, I'm down to pick that side of the bracket. Uh, bless up to our new intern jordan oh, that goes is to true. ucla we have some ucla yes. representation on the pod yeah. so yeah, either way i'm down with that section right. BYU, yeah, that good. fuck you yep yep go bruins and go msu uh all right next up we got number three texas versus number 14 abilene christian kind of thinking abilene christian yeah. <laughs> abilene christian just sounds <laughs> sounds sounds like a department at the university of texas yeah, yeah, the the Christian the Christian the theology the yeah. theology <laughs> department is Abilene Christian of Texas of University Texas in Austin. University. Yeah, what do you study uh, in Texas? Oh, I Abilene Christian. Yeah, it's like saying you go to Haas at Berkeley, oh, yeah, or you yeah, go to Stern Abilene, at NYU. Abilene Christian School of Theology at Texas. Yeah, I, I go to Abilene. Yeah, Abilene. Yeah, 
so is that a yes on Abilene? Keep in mind, Texas has Shaka Smart with hair. Shit. Shit. This is a hard decision. Um, God, should we go Texas? God, see, if we fuck this one up, though, if we pick Texas and gut then Abilene gut wins. Gut check. Gut check. Gut I want to go Abilene. Okay. Got it. Lock it in. Oh, Abilene. Why can't <laughs> you Abilene, be yeah. true? Yeah. A little Chuck Ferry reference. <laughs> uh, it's Maybelline. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Number seven, Yukon versus 10, Maryland. Uh, I, dude, go Terps. Just yeah. I like that. Maryland. I like also, I went on a date a couple of years ago where we were just talking Congrats. about state flags. Yes. Yeah, pretty sick. Yeah. Actually, I think you know the person. It went pretty downhill. <laughs> um, but on like our first date, we were talking about state flags and I was like, by far best state flag, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. So, so sick. And she's like, actually that's a running joke in my family where we all hate that flag and we buy each other clothes with that flag on it because we think it looks so shitty. And I should have known then that I was about to say no wonder that wasn't going to work out. God, Jesus. The Maryland flag kicks ass. (laughs) It's like the best. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Maryland, Locked Maryland in. locked in. All right, next up, we got number two, Alabama, number 15, Iona. I think we know this. SEC's year. Alabama. Yep, got it. Lock it in. All right, okay. So next up is number one, Baylor versus number 16, Hartford. I watched the uh, the Hartford-UMass uh, Lowell America East championship game Sunday morning. The Hartford coach is electric he has these dudes fired up they literally had a cam on him the entire game because he was so rowdy and he was so riled up and he built a team there that's my pitch let me let me throw something back to you you threw it that way let me sauce it right back yeah why don't we take baylor because baylor will probably win but let's bet the house on the hartford spread Yes, love it. Good compromise. Lock that into. I also said last week that I'm riding with Baylor because of Matthew Mayer because he's a funny looking guy. So yes, that yeah. would be contradictory. So we got to ride Baylor. Two but birds, one stone. Boom. Cool. Next up, UNC versus Wisconsin. I'd say too many schools in North Carolina. Yep, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's year. Yep. Oh, can let me say this one. Okay, next I, up. Five Villanova versus 12 Winthrop. Yeah, Winthrop. <laughs> Wintrop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want the pick? Uh, I'm just going to say one of them literally has the name, literally has the word win in it. Yep. Yep. And it's not Villanova. Lock <laughs> in. Winthrop. <laughs> I'm so confident in these picks. I feel great about this, dude. I right. I don't think there's a single one we even have the potential of losing so far. No, no, dude. We're going to be top, especially these are like sleeper picks. So we're going to be top percentile. The only way I can see us losing any of the picks so far is if Hartford actually wins the game against know, Baylor. And we I just know. go, oh, damn, we only did the spread. Well, we'll I guess we still win the spread. Yeah. We'll win the spread. Yeah. We might even want to go money line, but we'll talk about it later uh purdue number next up number four purdue number 13 north texas i like rooting for purdue yep yeah strong guy makers yep totally love that uh all right next up number six texas tech versus number 11 utah state 
Damn, I kind of like both those schools. There's a guy from uh, uh, who went to my high school who's was really, really good at basketball who's playing there now. His name is Wally Wooster, and he's like their starting guard for Utah State. So I'm inclined to go Utah State because of Wally. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do it. Wally yeah, Texas Wooster, Tech. I've heard in. conflicting things about Texas, Texas Tech. Yeah. I know several people from Lubbock, Texas, that have told me that Texas Tech is like the most beautiful place on the planet, like the actual campus itself. And then I've talked to every other person who's not from there, and no one has said a single nice thing. No about one Texas ever says Tech. no. Lubbock is like, I thought it was bad. A shithole. Like, I thought it was, yeah, universally known as a shithole. Yeah. yeah, I think Utah State's good here. All right, next up, number three, Arkansas, number 14, Colgate. All right, I think we can lock this one in along with the next one, number seven, Florida versus number 10, Ride Virginia the Tech. Ride SEC. The SEC. Ride SEC, the SEC all day. Yep, love it, love it, love it. All right. Next up, number two, Ohio State. Number 15, Oral Roberts. Does Ohio State have the same college basketball team every single year? Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, actually. I'm not saying, like, quality of this, the team, but, like, yeah. the team itself. Just I feel like they have a big center that's mm-hmm. really good. Yep. I don't know anything. I watched <laughs> – the only Ohio State game I've seen was today against Illinois. Yeah, against Illinois. Um, but I, I have historically rooted against Ohio State. It's their two seed. I've never heard of Oral Roberts. Yeah. So lock it in. Well, what do you what do you think? I agree. I you know Oral Roberts is a classic fifteen seed though, dude. They're like Oral Roberts, George Mason, James Madison, just like names. You know, Atlantic ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are those are America East, Atlantic Ten, yeah, powerhouses. All right, let's keep going here. Yeah. All right, number one, <laughs> Illinois, sixteen, Drexel. Let's not get too fancy. Illinois, Illinois. Yep. yep. Oh God, this one's brutal. Eight, Loyola, Chicago, versus nine, Georgia Tech. I kind of want to go Tech. Yeah. Georgia Tech for sure. They is that the nun uh, school? Yeah, Sister Mary. She's I, I got over that pretty quickly. I got over it really quickly. She pissed me off. Yeah, yeah I didn't like it either. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, Georgia Tech. Got it. Number five, Tennessee. Number 12, Oregon State. Oregon State's hype. Dude, Oregon State it's is so hype. hype. All right, yep, we're going to Oregon yep. State. Shout out Wayne Tinkle, Missoula legend. Uh, next up, number four, Oklahoma State. Number 13, Liberty. Hmm. I don't care one bit. Cool. Oklahoma State. Got it. Okay. 11 Syracuse, 6 San Diego State. I'm all Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah. Buddy, I agree. buddy, yep. get that money, Bayheim. Yep. Exactly. Love it. See, this is another classic 14 seed. I don't know how they keep getting in. Like the Norfolk State, uh, Oral Roberts. This is another one. West Number three, West Virginia. Versus number 14, Moorhead State. Uh, more like less head state because they're not winning this week against West Virginia. West Virginia, Virginia lock it in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got number seven, Clemson versus number 10, Rutgers. I am so – I would so prefer to go Rutgers here. Clemson's yeah. won enough recently, 
And yeah. I know that we're saying go SEC schools, Clemson well, being Clemson ACC. Isn't in the SEC. No, they're ACC, but like they're football powerhouse yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, they just don't belong. What I was saying is they don't belong. Like Alabama and Arkansas and Florida don't really belong on a basketball court, LSU. Like it's kind of weird to see it. But Clemson really doesn't. Clemson is like, I can't, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't know if I've ever seen a Clemson basketball game. Yeah, that's Yep, good point. Rutgers locked in. Final one of the first round, number two, Houston versus number 15, Cleveland State. <laughs> I've never heard of Cleveland State. Have they ever made it in like... I think, yeah. Um, uh, Norris Cole went to Cleveland State. The hmm. old heat guard, I believe. I'm looking them up. They're the Vikings. Yeah. Yep. Damn. So who you got? Houston's a bit hot for Vikings to come into town. I'll go. Oh, the Cleveland Street scandal. Oh God, that's completely different. That's not related <laughs> to the school one bit. Have you heard of the Cleveland Street scandal? I haven't. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. No. Let's go, Houston. Okay. Bad things happen on <laughs> Cleveland sure. Street. So I think we got to go really rapid fire here. We've talked through all the teams. Now we just go literally just it. gut check. Okay. Bingo, bingo, yep. bongo. Yep. Gonzaga, Missouri. Uh, Gonzaga. I don't remember picking Missouri. UCSB, Ohio, the old 12-13 matchup oh, wait. in the second round. Do we, I, wait, I say to you. Okay, UC, UCSB, Ohio. UCSB. Your turn. <laughs> okay, we're not very good. <laughs> uh, Michigan, Michigan, Chase, or Drake. Wichita versus Drake. <laughs> no, no, no. Wichita. What a fucking terrible wait, wait. second round matchup. <laughs> Can you scroll back up? Scroll back up. So far, we have picked a 1 1 seed, a 9 seed, 12, 13, Team 11, 11, and 14. You picked Eastern Washington. <laughs> and I'm riding with them. Let's go. <laughs> E dub, ride or die. <laughs> okay. If E dub wins March Madness, I will get an Eastern Washington tattoo on my back. Yeah. Go Red Hawks. I don't even know if that's what they are. <laughs> no, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> okay. Next up, we got number seven, Oregon. Number 15, Grand Canyon. Oregon. Yeah, good call. Okay. People listening should fill out their brackets to this and do the exact opposite picks and yeah. see and see how who well does it better. That is a that is a good idea. Damn! If someone actually wants to do that, let us know. Get in our DMs. I'll wager fifty bucks. Yep, yep. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. Wisconsin, Baylor one Baylor versus nine Wisconsin. I'm going Wisconsin. Okay. All right. 12 Winthrop versus four Purdue. What do you want to do, Dylan? I think uh, we go, we ride Purdue. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. 11 Utah State versus three Kansas. Arkansas. Nice job, though. Arkansas. <laughs> Not Kansas. Kansas is out in the first round. Our uh, uh, Kansas. Our Kansas. <laughs> there are Kansas, and we're picking them to go on. Next up, number seven, Florida, number two, Ohio State. Who you got? SEC, baby. Florida's yeah, powerhouse. Oh, fuck. There's still the whole bottom. This I know. This is, all right. Okay. One Michigan versus three LSU. Eight LSU. Uh, Michigan is good. No, SEC. Fuck. SEC. I was thinking the Sorry. same thing. Yep. 12 Georgetown, four Florida State. Georgetown. Yep. Same. Patrick Ewing. Yep. 
Okay, MSU versus UCLA versus Abilene <laughs> Christian. Let's bite the bullet. Let's go. Oh, fuck. It's either 11 or 14. Yeah, dude. We keep making these 11-14 matchups. Abilene Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Let it ride. I die. Okay. All right. Uh, Alabama, Maryland. We got to go Bama. Alabama. Yep. Bama. Okay. Can All you right. ju- just hit Bama three more rounds? Yes. <laughs> Put him in the final so four. We got to do, we gotta do the, we, for the effect. We got to pick each one. All right. Yeah. Fine. All right, Illinois, Georgia Tech. Illinois. Yep. Oregon State, Oklahoma State. Lots of states here. O State versus O State. Yep. What do you think? Uh, ride the Tinkles. All right, let's do it. Tink. I didn't know which team that was when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Syracuse, West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. Yep. Okay, Rutgers, Houston. Houston. Yep. Okay. Back up top. Okay. One Gonzaga versus 12 UCSB. I think Gonzaga. Yeah, let's start making some real picks here. Yeah, yeah. And as I say that, 14 East Washington <laughs> versus 7 Oregon. Ride. Someone above a 7 seat is getting to our, like, Elite 8 here. Ride the Hawks. Ride let's the Red do Hawks. It. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. LSU, Georgetown. LSU. Yeah, and put SEC. Bama. Yeah, uh, we have two Bama versus fourteen. Okay, so we got Bama, Bama versus Alabama Christian. Bama all the way. Next up, we got Wisconsin Purdue. Uh, Wisconsin is always disappointing. <laughs> Big Ten matchup right here, though. I well, what do you? Th- I was gonna say Purdue. I was gonna say uh, yeah, Purdue, Purdue. Let's Wisconsin. You never want to. Oh fuck, that. dude! We got an SEC matchup now. Arkansas versus Florida. <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. Not They're your Arkansas. Kansas. <laughs> They're <That's> ours. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, Illinois versus number 12, Oregon State. Do we have any other one seed still yeah, in Yeah, Gonzaga. It? Gonzaga. Oh, Gonzaga's a fraud. So I think we should okay. go Illinois here. Okay, yeah, sounds good. West Virginia, Houston. Uh, Houston. Okay. I kind of right. like rooting for Houston. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We got our Elite Eight set. The first matchup, Gonzaga versus Eastern Washington. <laughs> the Washington battle. The Eastern Washington battle right here. Is dude. Gonzaga in Washington? Yeah, it's Spokane, is- Washington. Eastern Washington. Mm. <laughs> that is in Utah. Who's going to be the kings of Spokane? That's really not an impressive place to be a king of. No, nope, not at all. I'd rather be the peasant of Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go, Eastern Washington. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let them ride. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we got Georgetown, Alabama. Bama, right? Yeah, Bama all the way. Bama all the way. Okay. Next up, we got Purdue, Arkansas, dude. Arkansas, right? I think we have to go Arkansas. Arkansas, Okay. And final, uh, Illinois Houston, our only one two matchup. Uh, do we still have? We don't have Gonzaga anymore. We should have one. No, you one just seat, picked right? against Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I chose Illinois, Illinois. All right. Let's go, Illinois. Okay. All right. Final four is set Eastern Washington versus Alabama and Arkansas versus Illinois. First up, we got to keep riding Bama, right? SEC, dude. But how sick would it be if Eastern Washington actually made it to the national championship and we were like, we're the only ones that called it? 
We're the only ones that called it. Dude, I don't know how many people are even going to be picking Bama this far, too, though. So they are a two seed. Well, so let's go to the other side first because I think okay. I know. I kind of – I would want to go Arkansas versus Illinois. Yeah, we pick Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Go. So that's Arkansas and one of them. Um, I, dude, I think we rock at SEC, dude. It's the SEC's year. Hmm. I'm trying to do a – Oh, so Eastern Washington took down Montana State to get a bid. They're also a public university. I'm trying to. I'm trying trying to conference. Okay, I'm trying to do a quick uh, search of Eastern Washington to like prove, but like to prove to me that they're like give me a reason to pick them. You know, give me a reason. I I want Bama. All right, let's go Bama. Let's yeah, go Bama. Let's do Bama. I think SEC. I think it's the SEC's year. Wow, we have Bama versus Arkansas in the Dude, final. How sick would this final be? So, All right, what's the score? Uh, okay, quick. Is this the actual who wins? final? Score? Oh yeah, who wins? Yeah, who wins? Yeah, we have to pick we that. Do that first. This is tough. I, th- I think we have to, oh, man. This Arkansas. Is, I'm leaning Arkansas. I was leaning Arkansas too. Yeah. Arkansas. Let's, uh, so they're the Razorbacks. We know that. Yeah, yeah, we know Damn, that. <laughs> they have a pretty, they have a pretty sick state flag. Okay. And, and Alabama's is notoriously shitty. There you go. I say we go Arkansas. I think they, we go Arkansas. Oh, one of their guys has some sick hair. He's like a red. He dyed like part of his hair red. Cool. I'm That's so down Arkansas. Arkansas. Yep. My bad. All right. Uh, I'm picking. I'm I'm entering. I'm adding the I'm entering into the tourney sweepstakes, all that stuff, ready to go. So so we'll be submitted officially in ESPN's like full thing. So we'll be able to see how well we're doing. Uh, what do you think the final score is? I'm saying unbelievably low. Yeah, I like to root for the over, but these are two not teams in this, that not in don't belong and might shy away from the pressure. This is going to be some hard nosed <laughs> SEC basketball. I say right. final score: Arkansas forty-four, Alabama thirty-nine. <laughs> I was thinking like fifty-seven, fifty-one. Let's split the difference: yeah. 53, 53, Yep, forty-seven, forty-seven. Love it. Yep. Yep. That's a good difference too, because it's like if one of the teams up three, they have to foul, they get the free throws. Yep. Um yep. how are you feeling about that bracket? I feel really good about that bracket. And I think the meters listening along to this are gonna be are gonna want to take some some advice from us. And if you're filling out this bracket, yeah, I think you you've gotten some good some given good our given our reach on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, assuming that we like maybe, you know, promote this there and knowing the download numbers that we've been getting, I think we could count on at least one, at least one yeah. Eastern Washington pick, if not consciously of this podcast, subconsciously just hearing us say the word Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be dreaming of Eastern Washington in their sleep. Dude, go Red Hawks, baby. Is that what they are? Do we know that? Did you look at that? I up? don't know that. No, I didn't look, <laughs> I didn't look that up. Uh, they are the 
They're in Cheney, Washington. Cheney, Washington. They're the number nine affordable online school psychologist <laughs> degree. That's pretty good. They're also the number 14 affordable online dental hygiene degree. Okay. Give me a reason not to root for them. Yeah, I like my basketball players to be uh, have the right mindset and some good teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles. They're the Eagles. That's less fun. It's patriotic. Yeah. Okay. True. All right. Well, that was Talking Locks, March Madness edition. Uh, you're going to want to keep track of how well our bracket's doing. And you'll be sure to be able to see our updates uh, on our Instagram and see uh, just how well our gut knows college basketball. I remember those days I had no rights. I remember those days I had no sticks. And that was our show. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking with John Trowbridge. Uh, He's a comedian. He's a TikToker. And uh, he notably started a podcast called Trade Frank. Uh, it's a podcast solely dedicated to trading Frank Nilakatina off of the Knicks. I fucked it up. Fuck. Nick, tell him. <laughs> Nick, tell him. I knew I was going to fuck it up. Nila Nilakina. Nilakina. It's, it's called Trade Frank. Uh, and we're going to talk about sports with him. We're going to talk about the life of being a comedian in New York. He's a writer. He'll be super interesting. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying these episodes, tell your friends. Me sports alcohol to the fucking moon. We are growing. We have some interns. Mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see. Uh, we have people who are going to be helping us out on social media. We're growing. We're getting larger. This is a legitimate operation. Uh, and we appreciate your support. So yeah. thanks for listening. Share with your friends. And special shout out to the uh, early adopter platinum meters. Uh, one of our platinum meters just recently won a trip to Aruba. Uh, so you guys are going to want to keep getting in on that action. There's plenty more prizes to be won. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Join us again next week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MeSportsAlk. Share with your friends. And that's about it. All right, fam. Peace. Peace and love. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Because maybe